So blessed be the name of the Lord. He is worthy to be praised and adored. So we lift up holy hands in one Monday we are here to pray and we don't just meet at Bethel encounter just for meeting sake or just because for formality sake we just have to do it as a custom but we ought to always do this with understanding always keep in mind that to take 30 minutes of your time out of your break time or your work time Committing it to prayer is an act of humility. Making it evident that, Lord, I can't do it without you. And every time that you would engage with your heart, it may not be convenient. It may not always be easy. But for every single time that you engage with your heart, at midday, lifting up the name of the Lord in worship and also praying, God will keep honoring his word in your life in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Always remember for this season, our focus is on walk with 
God, walk with God, walk with God. It is important that we stay in our walk with God and we do not deviate or move away. Now, we've been looking at intentional spiritual growth for end-time ministers. That's been our theme for Bethel Encounter Blessed Monday for the past two to three sessions. And we've been looking at Psalm 1, verses 1 to 3, which says that blessed is the man that walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. I will urge you to just go read Psalm 1 to 3 or listen to the previous Blessed Monday sessions. In conclusion, it is clear that we need not keep company with unbelievers. And it is because they will influence our decisions. We've come across the scripture which says that we need to stay away from the ungodly. Jesus says that we are in this world, but we are not of this world. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. And so you ought to live by wisdom. Scripture says that be humble as doves, but be wise as serpents. We ought to live by wisdom in our dealings with the ungodly. For evil communication corrupts good manners, so we ought to be very careful in who we call our friends. Things that we easily overlook and over time, they become standards in our lives which are wrong and they are opposed to God's will and to his word for our lives. The definition of a friend, Jesus puts it, is one who listens to you. He told his disciples that I no longer call you servants, but I call you friends because you do what I say. And so naturally a friend is someone who would do what you say. So when your friend is an unbeliever, they understand that you are on your way to destruction. And so you cannot even say that this unbeliever is my friend. You can say, oh, we are neighbors. We may live on the same street. We may be classmates in the same class. But that person cannot be your friend. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Do not keep company with unbelievers because they will corrupt you, but they will influence your decisions through discussion. A certain lady whose husband had traveled for years, for about five years, and she had this friend at her workplace. I'll say friend because at first she was not a friend, but now gradually through discussions, 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 they started calling themselves friends, and now it became, oh, my best friend. And yet, she was a church elder in a church, and the other colleague was not, she was not even, we you say, a regular church goer. She was one that Friday night, she goes to the club, and then the Sunday, sometimes she would go to church. But this lady one time had a problem. She had a calculation problem in the accounting department. And this colleague assisted her to get it done. And from that time on, they became friends, discussions, and now they were calling, oh, my bestie, my bestie, my bestie. How can an unbeliever be your bestie? 
So at the time that this lady realized that uh, her husband had traveled for long, a little misunderstanding in their discussions on phone, and she brought it to this other woman, her colleague at the workplace. And it is at your low moments, that is when the risk you are putting yourself in, that is when it will fully materialize. You may think that when you are so prayerful, when everything is on point, eh, oh, then it's okay, or oh, you overlook it. But in your low moments, that is when the serpent will strike. That is when the risks that you've exposed yourself to, that is when the enemy will come with them. Solomon, we, le we learned yesterday at worship hour that Solomon loved many women. Maybe at a time where his wisdom was in full force and he, was, he, knew, he thought he knew what he was doing. So he overlooked that simple instruction that don't give your heart to the heathen women. He overlooked it because he thought he was so wise. But in his old age, when he had become old and he was weak, they turned his heart away from God and to serve idols. Please tell your neighbor that be careful today so that tomorrow you don't fail. Be careful today so that tomorrow you don't fail. Hallelujah. Amen. This woman told her colleague the, the problem between she and her husband. And what advice would an unbeliever woman give her? She told her, oh. You know, to manage your marriage, you must just get a boyfriend to be taking care of you so that you won't be putting pressure on this man. There is all sorts of unnecessary pressure and tension because you are stressed. So just get a boyfriend. Church elder now receiving counsel to get boyfriend. Oh, she was saying, oh, okay, oh, okay, I didn't know, I didn't know. She had moved away from the Bible and now listening to wrong counsel from an unbeliever how did it happen it is because she came through the direction of oh my friend blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly so don't start the association for it to even bring you problem hallelujah amen do not keep the company of unbelievers and please declare after me after our point one let's make this declaration say in the name of jesus the name of Jesus. I walk by wisdom. I walk by wisdom. I walk by the way of the Holy Spirit. I walk by the way of the Holy Spirit. I will not keep company with any unbeliever. I will not keep company with any unbeliever. I will influence unbelievers. I will influence unbelievers. To give their lives to Christ. To give their lives to by my preaching. By my preaching. By the preaching of the word of God. By the preaching of the word of God. By the living of the word of God. By the living of the word of God. Lord, influence unbelievers through my life. Lord, influence unbelievers In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And grant me wisdom. And grant me wisdom. That I may not keep company with unbelievers. That I may not keep company with unbelievers. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' Just in 30 seconds. Lift up your voice and in your own words, begin to pray that Lord, provide me wisdom, grant me wisdom, deliver me from every trap of the enemy 
to get me into company with unbelievers. Grant me wisdom. Well, grant me wisdom to walk the right way in the mighty name of Jesus. To fulfill your word, Lord, not keeping company with unbelievers in the mighty name of Jesus. I remember one time a man of God was preaching this similar word and then one church member she kept squeezing her face she kept squeezing her face because she knew her best friend was a hardcore unbeliever and she used excuses oh pastor please I'm just believing God for this person's life. Please, believing God for someone's life, you do it through prayer. Hallelujah. You do it through prayer. And you deal with the the situation not alone, but with support. Amen. Amen. Receive wisdom in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. And then also, do not dwell in satanic strongholds. Otherwise, you get compromised. And we've looked at scenarios where you don't go and meddle at a club that, oh, as for me, <laughs> the enemy cometh, but there's nothing in me. So you are at the wrong places. No, it must not be. And then also avoid scorners. A scorner is someone who looks on others with disdain. A scorner is someone who looks down upon other people. And scripture says that we should not sit in the seat of the scornful. We ought to be resolute about it. Intentional about it. There are people whose homes, when you enter and you identify scorn, it should be the last time you ever entered it. There are people that, you see, regardless of who they are, they may even be men of God, when you realize that oh even though they said they have given their lives to Christ you see this trait there never find yourselves there Jesus says that the least among you will become the greatest in our kingdom our service is by humility the greatest amongst you must be the least we serve in the kingdom of God we don't lord ourselves over others we don't look down upon others hallelujah yeah. And so, avo- say after me, I will avoid scorners. I will avoid scorners. I will not sit with the scornful. I will not sit with the scornful. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus. There are people who in the church, right in the church or in the Christian ministries or amongst Christians, you see that, oh, as for me, my tribe is better than yours. As for me, I have a better culture than yours. As for me, my country is better than yours. As for me, you know, as for us, we are richer than your people. God is no respecter of persons. Anybody that names the name of the Lord shall be saved. In the face of God, a soul is a soul. We are all the same. Hallelujah. As no one matters is for you to fulfill the will of God. For you to obey the will of God, that is what matters. But things like, I am higher than you, I am more beautiful than you. And you know, this discussion came up in a certain song when it was talking about fine boys, fine girls, and etc., etc., etc. In the kingdom of God, see after me, there is no discrimination. 
There is no Greek, there is no Hebrew, there is no black and white, there is no looking down on someone, there is no cripple, there is no fine boy, fine girl, and old boy, ugly boy, ugly girl, no. Don't sit in the seat of the scornful because you pick on their attitude and it can make you lose your salvation. Little, little things. The moment you begin to rise, you raise yourself above others, pride starts setting in. And the end of pride is hell. Pride leads to a fall. That's what scripture says. Because God will only give grace to the humble. He will only give grace to the humble. So when pride comes in, you start going down the ditch. And particularly as ministers, as music ministers, as gifted people, where the anointing of God is flowing, please let me warn you that be very, very careful. Because as the anointing is showing forth, your status in society may be coming up. People now have heard about you. Now they see that, oh, now certain rich people want to invite you to their places. That because, ah, now you are popular. Now you have more YouTube followers because of a video you share. And therefore, oh, come to my church. And when you come there, you meet certain people. Now you are, start, you are starting to roll with certain classes. And now before you realize, you start looking down on people. People and you've forgotten where you started from. May that never be your story in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Say after me, the Lord, I commit my heart into your hands. Lord, I commit my heart into your hands. That I would never forget. That I will never forget where you brought me from. Where you brought that me. I'll never forget what you have taken me through. What you have taken in me the through. mighty name of Jesus. In your own words, I want you to pray that Lord deliver me from a scornful life, deliver me from meddling with scorners. And Lord, even keep me humble and keep my heart lowly before you in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and begin to pray in the mighty name of Jesus. There are so many people who have lost, they lost their place. They lost their place in the kingdom just because. Because of pride, walking with scornful people. They lost their place. They started with God, but now it got to pleasing people. They started with God, but now they started moving with people. And in the end, they lost their place. Pray the Lord, I don't want this to be my story. I want to finish the race with you. I don't want to let. I don't want the, my race with you to be cut short because of scorn, because of pride. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord, to be intentional about my associations, to be intentional.
Commissioner about my environment. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Grant me a discerning heart in the mighty name of Jesus. That the enemy will not lead me in deception. That I will not be deceived, thinking that all is well. That I'll be able to identify when things are going off and to come back to the right path in the mighty name of Jesus. Deliver me from sitting in the seat of scorners in the mighty name of Jesus. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 22. 1 Thessalonians 5, 22. It says that abstain from all appearance of evil. Abstain from all appearance of evil. May the Lord help us. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you haven't given your life to Christ, this is an opportunity to do so. It is only Christ who can save you from sin and protect you in his righteousness and give you access to eternal life. Just say this short prayer after me, the Lord Jesus. I thank you for your mercy upon my life. I admit that I'm a sinner and without you, I cannot save myself. Today I call upon you, Lord. I call upon your name. Have mercy upon me, Jesus. Have mercy upon me, Jesus. Have mercy upon me, Jesus. I open the doors of my heart to you today. You said that if I open my heart, you will come in and dine with me. Please come into my heart. Be the Lord and master over my heart, over my entire life. And grant me your Holy Spirit that I may live a life that is pleasing unto you. In Jesus' mighty name, have I prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. It's only the Lord who can grant us the grace we need to live pleasingly to him. Hallelujah. Amen.
if you just gave your life to Christ, kindly contact us via email infoatglowmusicministry.com or call or chat with us through 026-000-9090. God bless you. Amen. Shall we share the grace? The, the grace, grace of, of our Lord, Lord Jesus Christ, Christ the, the love of God, God the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Amen. We'll meet again tomorrow at 12 p.m. prompt. Shalom.